There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange, the unusual, the monstrous. And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations, it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius, a burgeoning telekinetic, or a social media influencer. Your safety is not guaranteed. In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Previously on Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High. So Angela is looking at the photos of Greg Fred Rucker. Rip. So she decides to put the photos on her story just to ask if anybody knows like what kind of teeth marks these are. But she just puts the bite marks on there. So oh, she like just shows the close bite up marks. On the skin, yeah. No gore. No gore. It's yeah. just like the bite marks. And then asks if anybody knows what kind of bite marks these are. Okay, I can see it. I see the goat. You see above this like pentagram table, an image projected. It looks like the goat is, what is this, a school? And you all see Chillhaven High. It appears like it's moving through a hallway. You see lockers around it. You see other kids greeting it. This is all from, you imagine, the goat's perspective. And then just as quickly as it was there, it vanishes. So what Zeke has done is I think he took all of the different aminal hairs, put them in a food processor, ground them up into a fine powder. He mixed that powder with a little bit of chalk, made these balls that when shot from the gun that Vesper made are gonna like impact on whatever they hit and go and make a big old cloud of animal hair dust. Vesper, I can't believe I'm saying this, but thanks for your help. You kidnapped me and forced me to do this. Now, let's go bag us some furries. Ugh. Zeke. Yeah. You and Vesper have just finished your gun. Yep. With your hair chalk ball, paint balls. Mm-hmm. It's uh, about 3.30 in the afternoon. School should just be letting out. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what are you doing? What's your game plan? Vesper? Uh-huh. I only got one hoverboard. We oh. got to get to school and we got to shoot these furries. Why? What's this? We? Why do I? I helped you make this stupid thing. Yeah, exactly. You fucking cured me. You like, built this gun from scratch when I wasn't watching. Anything breaks on this thing, I'm gonna need you there to help me fix it. It's not gonna break. Okay, but it might. It won't. Are you sure? Yeah. Even I my made it. chalk balls as the ammo. You don't think my chalk balls might gunk up the circuitry or? break something inside your perfect friggin' gun. I don't know what your nasty little balls are gonna do, but my gun is perfect. Okay, but... (sighs) Okay, you got two choices. You can come with me on my hoverboard to help me cure the people that you turned into 
Blankanthropes. Or you can just freaking stay here locked down in my lab with nothing to do. Okay, I'll come with you. Okay, great. And Zeke's going to grab the manacles from last time and re-handcuff himself to Vesper. Mm. All right, let's hop on my friggin' hoverboard. Can okay, we just so... walk? I don't want to get on your stupid hoverboard. No, we got to get there fast. But, I mean, safety is, you know, safe. What's that saying? Slow goes at safety, does it? You want a helmet? Yes. Okay. And I stick a bicycle helmet on Vesper's shaved head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so how I did this with Penny is I'm going to take the front foot strap and put my foot... Hmm. We don't have to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, bud. All right, and Zeke and Vesper are uh, going to zoom off towards the school. Okay, I want to cut to a montage. It's a montage. So let's. Uh, so I want to cut to a montage of uh, just montage music playing full blast as you all so helpfully demonstrated. Hoverboard screams to a stop in front of Chillhaven High. Mm-hmm. All the kids have streamed out or are in the process of streaming out of school. We're just like, we, we like, we pulled up. So we pull up on my hoverboard and the hoverboard like skirts to a stop. And then uh, oh, there's like a front door of the school, stone staircase. Either side of the staircase, there's hedges. Mm-hmm. Zeke just drags Vesper into the hedges, and we're just ducked down in the hedges. As soon as you get off the hoverboard, Vesper tries to run away. I yank the chain again, and they ah! fall down again. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, that's why I brought these. It's why I put. It's why I put these on us. Uh, get in the bushes. Fine. Vesper. Vesper. What? I don't. I'm right. I'm literally shackled to you. Listen. Just talk to me. Okay. <laughs> I. I don't know who's the person who became the sugar, who got bit by the sugar glider. I'm just now realizing I don't know who they are or what they look like under their fursona. Oh, it's uh, it's Sarah Washington. Okay, great. All right. So, Vesper and I crouched in the hedges outside of school. I- <laughs> now, now we kick into our montage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was all part of the montage. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Tim, Diego Badgero, out of fursona, steps out of the school, walking side by side with Carlos. Zeke pops up, says, Tim, I'm still mad, but I'm sorry about this. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, breathe it in. Breathe it in. Carlos is also, like, hacking and, like, tears are streaming out of his eyes. Like, what is this, Zeke? What did you do? Just chalk and hair, Carlos. Calm down. Oh, is this supposed to be another, like, ball or something? No, Carlos, I'm sorry. I didn't see you standing there. <laughs> I'm allergic to badger hair. You are? Yeah. Since when? Oh, I need you to get the happy pen out of my backpack. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Vesper, do you know how to work an EpiPen? Yeah, here. D- Vesper, like, runs up and drags you behind them with the chain on and grabs the EpiPen out of Carlos's backpack and stabs it into his back. <laughs> and he just, like, shoots up like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. You just have a badger hair EpiPen on you at all times? It's just a regular EpiPen. They all have the same stuff in them. I don't know how they work. You're a terrible scientist. <laughs> I never claim to be a scientist. 
What do you claim to be? An inventor. Uh, an adventurer. An adventure inventor. We go on. <laughs> Adventures! Uh, there we go. Uh, uh, Zeke, dragging Vesper behind him, uh, sprints through the hallways of Chillhaven High. The uh, <laughs> annoyed cries of Carlos and Tim echoing in the hallways behind them. Zeke says, Vesper, where's the bodybuilding club? Do I look like I know where the bodybuilding club is? I assume you know where your friends hang out. The, my friends hang out with me behind the school when we're doing our fursona stuff. Okay, fine. Zeke scans his mind palace back and remembers that one time Jeff told him it might be a good idea for him to join the bodybuilding club since uh, it takes strong muscles to hunt down a Sasquatch. And Zeke showed up for one meeting and decided it was not for him and never showed up again. But he remembers the room it's held in. And he sprints down the hallway into Mr. Caro's classroom. And he kicks in the door and he sees Ira Carlton standing there doing some inverse curls with 25-pound uh, weights. Oh, Did you? so cool. So here's... Hold on. You're just running through the school with a gun. <laughs> school's out. Yeah, school's out. No one's here. Okay. Hallways are empty. So who's, wait, who's in the bodybuilding club then? Other than Ira? Yeah. I don't know, four or five So there are a bunch various of buff folks. Students in there working out. Yeah. Okay, got it. But yeah, Zeke kicks in the door and he's going to say, uh, no one be alarmed. This is a cryptozoology thing. <laughs> Vesper says from behind you, I think as at the end of the manacle chain, like as far as they can get away from you, they just say, sorry, Ira. And Zeke, uh, Caps Ira right in the chest with a chalk ball. Uh, yeah, poof. The the chalk and hair blows, like, explodes everywhere into this room. Ira, like, bends over and starts... <laughs> and you hear from the back corner of the room by the weight benches, Oh, dang, what is... I'm allergic to rabbit hair. What? Why is everyone alert? Why are you all hanging out with people who are allergic to the animals you chose for your personas? Somebody get my happy vest. That's so specific. Okay, Vesper, I got this one. I think I learned how. And then Zeke tries to do the EpiPen, and he's just like not stabbing it hard enough because he doesn't want to break the needle. EpiPen. Vesper, how do I do it? Oh my God. Vesper runs up and takes it away from you and jams it into him. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Zeke runs to the drama department, kicks in the doors to the auditorium and says, Mr. Johnson, I'd like to know where Sarah is. No, get, we're in the middle of rehearsal. Get out of here. I told you to stop coming in here. Listen, it's important. And there's like, there's, they're in full dress rehearsal. There's like a, like probably six people on the stage. What play are they uh, doing? They're doing Romeo and Juliet. Wow, oh, typical. And you see a girl with a purple streak in her hair up in a crude castle turret and period dress leaning out a window. But soft, well, but like not correct period dress either. It's like it's like a like a eighteen hundreds like southern bell gown. It's just the closest thing they have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zeke uh, says, "There she is!" And he turns and he takes aim and he. Uh, <laughs> caps the Capulet right in the chest. Nice. Oh. Uh, we see in slow-mo like this long arc as this uh, chalk and sugar glider hair grenade like mortar style flies up and then in an arcs down and just explodes with chalk dust and sugar glider hair everywhere. And you see Sarah, um, or you hear Sarah, you can't see her through the cloud, but you hear her just uh, hacking and coughing from the turret. 
Uh, and then you hear Mr. Johnson, the theater teacher, say, like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm allergic to sugar glider here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this time I have it for real. And Zeke takes the EpiPen and stabs it into Mr. Johnson's leg. Oh, god damn it. I hate you so much. <laughs> and Zeke says, guess I'm what through yonder window broke and exits the theater. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a real That's tuxedo bad. mask. Exit. <laughs> So Zeke and Vesper dash out of the front doors of the school again, and Zeke dives them back into the bushes in case anyone's tailing them, and Zeke says, <sighs> Okay. Vesper's not out of breath. They're just staring at you. That was fun. Zeke, I think maybe you should get like a bicycle or a real skateboard or something, because you, you're really out of shape. What do you mean? I just had... Listen, it's a big school. I just ran like a lot and this gun is heavy. And also you were not helping and I was dragging you the whole time. I made it very clear I did <sighs> not want to be here. Yeah, well, I needed your help. Listen, are we done? Can you let me go? I don't know. Are you going to turn more people into were critters? No, I don't even know how. You don't know how? You took my rat. So you, but how are you turning everything else into a were critter? Using the rat. You're just having the rat bite everything? Sure. It didn't turn like it didn't turn the crocodile into a were rat. It turned the crocodile into a were crocodile. Yeah, but then if those things bite humans, it doesn't turn them into were humans. It turns them into were whatever the animal that bit them. I don't know what you want from me here. I don't know. I was assuming you like had the serum and we were injecting all these animals with your crazy were serum. No, I can't make it out of my mom's lab with a serum. I was lucky to get the rat out of there. Do you know how tight her security is? Honestly, the fact that she doesn't have a team of her freaking science goons out looking for me right now is a minor miracle. Science goons? Yeah, science goons. What kind of... What do you mean science goons? I mean science goons. You know, like goons, like nasty scientists that run around and do my mom's bidding. Your mom has... Vesper, you get that your mom's a supervillain, right? Like, There's no such thing as supervillains. We live Vesper. in the real world. Vesper. <laughs> this is reality. Vesper, listen to me. My friend, my, my I homie. I am not your friend. Listen. I am your, your uh, mom kidnap is, victim. Your mom <laughs> creates haunted robots and were creatures in a giant secret lab. And it's she not has, secret. And Everyone knows has, it's there. And she has a whole bunch of other scientists who you call goons who work for her, and I'm quoting you here again, do her bidding? And you don't think that sounds just hair super villainous? Uh, I guess you've never heard of a word called girl boss. Oh my God. Uh, my mom is a CEO. Every CEO on earth has a team of goons who do their bidding. Okay. It's called capitalism. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, you know what, Vesper? You're right. Capitalists are the real supervillains. Give I don't me your know wallet. If that was my point. Give me your wallet. No, fuck off. Give me your wallet. You want me to let you go? Give me your wallet a sec. No. Give me your wallet. No. Give me your wallet. Why do you need my wallet? Because I want to take 
security card to your mom's lab. Yes. I know you have access. I know you've got a key card. It's not going to get me past everybody, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to help a few obstacles because it seems like at some point in the near future, I'm going to be doing a break-in. You're not going to get very far. You're probably going to get yourself killed. You okay, know that, but right? I'm going to get further with a key card than I am without one. I've played enough Pokemon games to know their importance. All right. If you unshackle me first, I will get my key card out of my own wallet and hand it to you. And then, Zeke, our business is at an end. For no. No, for... Wait, did you just slip into Captain Chomper's <laughs> McTeeth there for a little bit? <laughs> I was quoting Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean, so yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, no, for good. I don't want anything to do with you ever again. Not even this like little, like, oh, like we hate each other back and forth shit. Nothing. Just leave me alone forever. That's fine. I've been asking you to leave me alone for two years. Let me go, and I'll give it to you. Fine. And uh, Zeke just unclips Vesper's manacle, and it was never locked. It just clipped in place. Are you kidding me? No. Did you do that on purpose? You just forgot to lock it, didn't you? No, these don't lock. They're meant for trapping something that these runes hold in place. They I've... don't lock. They've never been locked. You've, like, made me dumber just by, like, osmosis from being around you. And you made me more of a butthole. <laughs> okay. Vesper uh, reaches into their back pocket and pulls out. They've got, um, their wallet is, like, one of those little uh, metal, like, um, money box guys where you push it and the credit card's all, like, uh-huh. slide out like yeah. a little folio thing uh they pull that out and they like expand it and they pull out a little heavy key card it's very plain there's no etching on it no writing on it it's just like a kind of a brushed steel metal um and one of the corners is like sliced off at an angle like one of those you know mm-hmm. yep uh and they they hand it to you okay see you never god i sincerely hope so we I think we both just do like a heel turn and uh-huh. then walk opposite directions. Yeah. And Zeke goes, no, wait, hold on. My house is this way. I have to go this way. <laughs> don't, don't walk next to me. Okay, but am I just going to walk 10 steps? All right, I'm just going to get on my hoverboard and go ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Zeke, you have defeated all of the furries except for one. So as- Cut to <laughs> Angela fair. and Penny. So Angela's driving her Land Rover. Angela Land Rover. Angela Land Rover. (laughs) (laughs) So Penny and I pull up in the Land Rover, and as we're parking, we see Vesper and um, Zeke kind of close by the the doors of the school. Mm -hmm. So we jump out pretty quickly to, to go and meet up with them. Okay. And catch the tail end of their fight. Penny, there's Zeke. Zeke! Zeke! And Zeke. I was like raising her hands like an SOS, like. What? Vesper says, uh. That's really aggressive. Uh, okay, I'm gonna cross the street. Friends. And Vesper just crosses the street and starts walking away. Angela goes, Vesper! Hi, Vesper! And puts a hand up. Vesper flips you off. Okay, that's how it is. I hate you. Okay, we'll work on our relationship. No, thank you. <laughs> Angela just. Rolls her eyes, shakes her head, and then looks over to Penny and Zeke. Um, what are you doing here, Zeke? What do you what am I doing here? I just finished curing all of the where all of the blanket throats. All of them? Sugar glider, done. Tim, done. The rabbit, done. Bada bing, bada boom. Vesper, done. Me, done. We're done. Deer, done. deer, deer. Deer. The hoof. 
The goat? Goat. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> the goat. Well, good thing we're all here. Deer, deer, deer. We call those hooved animals. Penny, do you think all hooved animals are the same? Yes. They're not. <laughs> Who's going to stop me? <laughs> Science? No. Science, Science left. Can't. Science is walking away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Science can't stop me. What about the goat? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Y'all, we, we never captured the goat or They're... shaved the goat. I didn't have a chalk ball for the goat. So the goat. I just know the goat. I mean, we can go look for the freaking goat, but last y'all told me it was somewhere here. I haven't seen it. Have you seen Emma today? No. So why would the goat be here during the day? She said her family used to keep a goat. I don't know. It could be her goat. Maybe it was bring your goat to school day. <laughs> that sounds like a truth that she would tell. Yeah, that's that's something that would happen at Chillhaven. I don't know. I wasn't there when y'all did the spell. I mean, what did you see? You just told me the goat was at school. We only get bips and bops. It's not like a clear description. Goat was walking down the halls like goat new friends, unless everyone here is just casually friends with a goat. She's goat. So, wait. So, the goat that y'all met in the woods... That wasn't the goat that bit Emma. That just was Emma. I guess. That's what we're thinking. But so... So she's not really a furry. She's a full-time... No, she is a furry. She is a furry. She's in the club. She dresses in a fursuit. She's (laughs) She's in the club. She is a furry. But she's also a full-time 100% goat. Full-time 100% goat. (laughs) 40 hours a week. Goat. Full-time. I don't... I don't know. I mean... I think we just need to find Emma. She's here somewhere and that will lead us to something. I bet you 10 bucks that she has not moved an inch since we were here earlier. The way she winked at us when we were leaving, she cocky as hell. She's still right there. You really think that she would be right there waiting for us to come back? Listen, there was a whole new group of furries the last time we were here. My money says she's still trying to turn more of them. Normally, I wouldn't believe you on this, but... Penny, what do you think? Let's check it out. Do, 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 do. We go. Zooming around to the back of the school. Zoom, zoom, zing, zing, zing. Beep, bop. Okay. Beep, beep, boop, bop. I can read her mind, so if someone wants to go talk to her, I can see what she's thinking. So we don't want to go in there guns blazing because we don't know what we are. Uh, Up against? What, what she is? Yeah, because uh, hmm, it doesn't seem like Blankenthrope is the likeliest option anymore. Mm-mm. And I... Didn't think we'd have two separate monsters back to back to fight, but here we are. So, surprised I'm the one saying this, but I think we need to err on the side of caution. It's going through the school. We can go into the cafeteria. We can spy on them out the back door. If she's still talking to those other furries, I guarantee she's going to have some important info on her mind for Penny to read like a book. Penny, you up for it? Yeah, let's go. Heck yeah. Let's do it. Cut to school cafeteria. You three, being your sneaky selves. Binoculars. Okay, Angela brought the binoculars. <laughs> are they bedazzled? They are bedazzled. Are they bedazzled or pizzazzled? Pizzazzled. Oh, pizzazzled. <laughs> They're uh, pizzazzled. Uh, so you'll go to the, the there's um, kind of a big bank of windows on this back wall of the cafeteria that looks out over this, you know, like a teacher's parking lot slash basketball courts, kind of recreational, like rec area. Angela, through your binoculars looking through the window, you are able to see big blurry blobs because they're really close to you. <laughs> Zeke and Penny, you're able to see through the window with your regular eyes. Trula Average Huff, 
uh, standing in a semicircle with the crow and the cow fursona furries. Oh shit, there she is. She's getting new recruits. So devious. We gotta stop her before it happens. Penny, see what's going on in her brain. Okay. Um, Penny is going to take out the sash that Flo gave her, tied around her head. Okay. Eyes specifically? Eyes specifically. Okay. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's just like the karate kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Penny has the sash on. She is looking at Emma. Well, she was looking at Emma. Now she got the sash on. I'm going to say Emma's back is to you, right? She's in her Trula average of persona, standing outside the window, chatting with the cow and the crow personas. They're sort of like um, perpendicular to y'all, mm-hmm. but Emma's back is directly to you. Okay. So Penny has the sash on. She has put her fingers to her temples. She's imagining herself standing exactly where Emma is talking to the other um, fursona friends. You reach out through darkness, through the glass, to the mind of Emma Riley Woods. And you, so you've read a few people's minds in the past, generally like smooth brains like Zeke or Jeff. Rude. <laughs> Smooth and full. Head empty. No thoughts, head empty. Um, Zeke has thoughts. They're just bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you've, you've, so you've sort of gotten accustomed to how this works. You reach out into someone's mind. You typically get a clear picture of what they're thinking or what, you know, just a, a phrase or an image or, or something very clear and identifiable. Here it, it takes you a moment. You're reaching out towards her and you, you're sort of searching with your mind. And for a few moments, you don't find anything. You're still with the, the sash on. You're still just in, in this darkness, reaching in this darkness. And then, like a jolt of lightning, you feel yourself make contact with a kind of consciousness that is different than anything you felt before. Even when you reached out that night outside of the crypt and you made contact with the, the were-creatures' minds, that sort of animalistic rage, even that was uh, something that you could articulate in, in the plane of human emotion and experience, right? This is, this is nothing like that. You, it's, it almost has the character of like perceiving... A dimension outside of the third one. You don't even have words for the sort of stretching and displacement that is occurring in your mind right now. Uh, you feel a sense of horror and disgust, like there's insects crawling all over the inside of your head. And you hear a slow swell of a cacophony of thousands and thousands of voices whispering in a language that is unlike anything you've ever heard. And then, in the darkness of your mind, you see a gigantic mammoth eye open up. The pupil is a horizontal rectangle, just like a goat's eye. And it focuses, and you feel a searing heat as it stares directly inside of your soul. Angela, while Penny has her hands to her head, reading the mind of Emma Riley Woods. Your phone starts blowing up with notifications. Do you remember posting those photos of the bites on Grud Fuddrucker yeah. and the nature of the attack to your Instagram account? I sure fucking do. You pull out your phone 
and you get onto your Insta Scramble account, and you see that you have over a dozen notifications from a single user on there. It, uh, it, their their Insta Scramble profile name is Jersey Girl for Life, <laughs> and it is an almost frantic feeling collection of words and images. You see a photo uh, from like a nighttime like wildlife motion cam that's just like a flash in the darkness with a figure in the corner that you can make out a goat's head and a leathery wing and red searing eyes. You see another picture that is a figure taken from like a moving car on a highway uh, in the night sky, a silhouette of a massive winged goat-headed creature flying over the road. You see another photo. Uh, This one is like a screen cap of a a newspaper headline of a mysterious death of a hiker in the Jersey Pine Barren. And you see the bite marks on their body that match identically to the bite marks in the body of Grud Fuddrucker and the other victims. It appears that the Jersey Devil has come to Chillhaven. Angela, can you turn your freaking phone down? Penny's trying to concentrate. I'm sorry, I'm just, it's weird. I'm getting like all these notifications on a past post. Hold on. Um, oh God. What? Um, so remember when I, well, maybe you don't know. I posted a photo of Grud Fred Rocker, RIP, um, his bite marks. And I was like, anybody know like what this is? Well, Wait, one of the photos from the crime scene? Yeah, not just like a close-up of his bite marks, but I'm having this person um, from Jersey just like hit me up and like post all this stuff and like show me all these images. Wait, they're from Jersey? Remember when we thought that maybe this was the Jersey Devil? Has she done been a Jersey Devil this whole time? You all hear a knocking on the glass. Ah! And you look up at the window. And you see Trula Averchuff right in front of the glass, staring at you Angela, and waving. Angela ducks. <laughs> Penny. I am blindfolded. <laughs> you are I, still staring directly into that goat's eye and listening to this growing cacophony of inhuman whispers. And you feel a searing pain scorch through your brain. I grab Penny's hand and pull her <laughs> Do I like snap out of brain or yeah? As soon as Angela pulls you down, yeah, you you snap out of it and lose contact. It's like a Looney Tunes thing where you get pulled down and like the sash just stayed there for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ow! What's going on? Trula is uh, Emma is right there, yeah. right there at the window. At the window. So she sees us. Yeah, I mean, she definitely. We just let's ducked. just like wave. Do we wave? Right I mean, you hear from the other side of the glass. Hey, you guys. Um, I can see you. And like, it like in both senses, like I can see you through the window and also inside of my brain. You don't have to hide. Penny can see you inside of her brain too. I mean, it doesn't, Wait, you what? can't hide. It's not going to do you any good. Zeke. Let's just talk. Zeke stands up and um, puts his finger under his nose like a mustache and goes, Oh, what? It seems I'm in the wrong place. And just starts walking away. Uh, you turn around to walk away and... Emma Riley Woods is standing directly in front of you. Ah! What? Wait, Hi, she, Zeke! Ah, she, how ah, did you... She's not she, in her fursona anymore. It's just Emma Riley Woods in her little floral dress. Huh. You were... And go ahead. Um, I think we should all have a chat. About what? Uh, I don't know that that's necessary. Also, who's Zeke? My name is 
I'm a janitor. And you hear uh, some loud slams as uh, all of the doors to the cafeteria slam shut. Uh, this is bad. We can have a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that our uh, Anna's uh-huh. looking we at can, her watch. Yeah, we're free, right? And pencil, Yo, pencil you in. Yeah, we're free. We have time. Normal chat, just talking. But we only have a little bit, so. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah, we've yeah, got places minutes. to be. Yeah. I think that it's a little bit rude to try and read somebody's mind without their permission. Penny? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just practicing, and you seem like a very cool person. So I was like, what is Emma thinking? <laughs> like, maybe, like, About, I don't know. Yeah, like, we just thought you were... Pop culture. Yeah, we love tacos. pop culture. Yeah, I just, I, I don't have a very exciting life, so I've just been practicing reading other people's minds so I can get some ideas to spice up my own life. And, mm-hmm. Haven't you been there? Can you relate? I can. Listen, Penny, if you want to know what I'm thinking, uh, or, you know, anything, we can always just chat. Yeah, for sure. But, like, that We're doesn't help me practice we? my power. I don't know because, like, these are my friends. And then one time, like, Zeke even forgot that. So I'm truly not sure which friends I have that oh, are my Zeke, friends. Zeke, I'm a janitor. Uh, Penny's going to... pantomiming <laughs> brooming. Penny's just going to, like, smack Zeke on the back of the head. Ow! Stop harassing the janitor, Penny. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. <laughs> I'd like for us all to be friends. Okay. Uh, how how would you how would you like to be friends? You know, just do for stuff that friends do. Just chat uh, and like be there for each other Ooh. and like just be involved in each other's lives. So how do we be friends with Jersey Devils? Oh my God. Do you think that knowing another name for me? Gives you some kind of power over me? I don't think anything. I just... Uh, uh, she leans in and whispers into your ear, Angela. And she says, I know another name for you as well, lost child. And then she whispers, uh, Angela is thrown completely off guard and doesn't know why Emma would be saying this. So she's kind of like shaking her head and being like, okay. I have a question. Go Hello, ahead. it's me, Zeke. I just got here. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, say goodbye to the janitor for me. I did. Bye. He was Bye, cute. Bill. Are you, uh, <clears throat> would the proper term be a Jersey Devil or the Jersey Devil? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm the only Jersey Devil, but that's just, I mean, that's not like, that's just something people have called me for a few hundred years. Like, I'm not married to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you're, are, do you, you're old, der, in high school. Yeah, older. I'm older than you can possibly imagine, Penny. You're making me very nervous. This is very spooky. Yeah. You're saying a lot of spooky stuff. Emma- Sorry, I I don't want to spook you out. We're all friends now, right? Angel's We're all friends. Like, well, Angel's I- rubbing her hands together because she's sweating and she's trying to like get the sweat <laughs> on her uh, skirt, just like rubbing her hands off. Emma, I I love to be friends with folks that i am terrified of um clearly but i i um but i i think we all you know after this whole blankanthrope situation and me getting yeah you know y'all threatening to murder me and having to go around curing all the other folks i feel like we just need some reassurance for this friendship to proceed that like 
you're not going to kill anybody else or us. Turn or... us into something against our will, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, you know, the Blankenthrope thing. I love that word, by the way. Thank you. That's a new one. I've been, I don't hear new words that often these days. So thank, thank you, you for that. so much. Vesper kind of stumbled into a curse beyond their understanding and then sort of stumbled upon me. And so I was just having a little fun with all of them, you know, it's just like a goof. So no, I'm not, I don't want to kill you all. What do you want with us? I just want to be friends. Why? Well, two of you are super interesting. Wait, hey. who's, who's the one that's not interesting, Zeke? You, we know it's Zeke. Hey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I knew it was me before she even said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm interested in being friends. Oh. Wait, so I, Angela is texting Penny and saying, like, I'm going to pry a little bit into Emma's life and, like, try to read her mind as, as the questions are at, being asked to Emma. So, Emma says... Angela, you can just ask me. Friends don't keep secrets from each other. Okay. Sorry. Um, so you're, you are the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I mean, I have been for a while, but, um, you know, it's Jersey. I had to get out of there eventually. I don't, like, I, so I just I, moved to Chillhaven. Yeah, I understand. Um, what? What? What do you... So you can turn into a goat just, just at any time. As soon as that sentence leaves your mouth, Emma's a goat. Like full goat? Full goat. Ah! Whoa! Just a regular goat. This is the goat that you fed Wait, are you my too. You're my friend from the woods? This is a really cute goat. The goat nods. Oh my god. I know. It's we right. are friends. Okay, wait, but hold on. Were you also the giant barnyardy stank animal that moved past me in the corridor? Uh, and before your eyes, as soon as that question leaves your mouth, the goat transforms into a massive bipedal asymmetrical goat monster and it opens its mouth and emma riley woods's voice comes out and she says like this ah nah! yes wait see you that well in the dark last time but yup that was probably it or what about this one? And she gets even bigger now. Uh, uh, her cloven oh. hooves um, kind of bend further away from her body. Uh, two huge leathery wings sprout out of her back. Her horns grow larger and spiral up in front of her head. And a halo of fire appears above her, her horns as blood starts running down all of the walls of the cafeteria. Uh, and now her voice has changed. It is much darker deeper and more resonant and horrible and she says what about this one human boy wait we're cool though we're friends though right right yeah <gasps> zeke we're your friend we're friends we're friends though emma right we're friends and just like that the blood is gone and she's back to emma riley woods and her little floral dress and she says of course we're friends zeke faints <laughs> <laughs> don't mind him so questions you seem very nice. Thank you so much. Are you going to hurt us? Why would I hurt you? You're my friends. What is your intentions with turning people? I told you. I just found Vesper and, you know, we just had a little fun together. What but about the people that died? People die all the time. Y but it's not the same mm, not to you. From, not from this. You're I don't, I guess 
I mean, you know, there's like, there's people. And she kind of gestures at Zeke. And she says, and then there's like, you know. What do you mean like us? Yeah, like I'm a freakazoid, but Angela's just like a normal cool girl. Yeah, I'm just a normal cool girl. I feel very uncomfortable here right now. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to put labels on anything about who's what or um, anything like that. Like we're all just pals hanging out. Can't that just be enough? I'm just the regular human girl, Emma Riley Woods. Okay. We can hang out and chat sometimes. Okay. I'm sure I can help y'all out with like monsters or mysteries or whatever. Okay. So we're like, Angela just looks at Penny and then looks at Zeke on the floor, back at Penny and then at Emma. So we're cool? Listen, I'm sorry about the were furries thing. I can see now how that was upsetting for you all. Mm-hmm. And I promise that I won't, if it means we can be friends, I promise I won't do that again. So you won't turn anybody against their will and try to create your own army of were-creatures. I do nothing to them without their consent. Well, well can uh, can we just at, at least say that we're not going to kill like innocent random people? Yeah. How about that? Just that one. I mean, where I come from. Hell. A promise usually comes with an exchange. Angela and Penny look at each other. I might have a raisin. (laughs) Yeah, Penny has snacks on her all the time. Like, we can give you snacks. Oh, no, I I don't even need anything that tangible. I promise not to kill any innocent people at random. If you promise, and she's looking directly at you now, Penny, and you get a flashback in your mind to that giant eye floating in the uh, void of darkness staring into your soul. If you promise, you'll just let me be there when it happens. When what happens? Yeah. You'll know when it happens. So just let me hang around, be a student here at Chillhaven, be your friend, and uh, yeah, I won't kill any random innocent people. Penny's like thinking about her dad and everything that's happened in the past couple of weeks, and she just looks Emma in the eyes and just says, deal. Wonderful. So we're friends. We're friends. Should we wake Zeke up now? Nah, just leave him there. We cut to later that day, the home of Carlos Espinosa. Zeke has just arrived, hat in hand, and hoverboard under arm. Knocks on the door. But yeah, Carlos answers the door. Oh, hey, Zeke. Are you here to apologize for almost killing me again? Yeah, uh, well, kind of. Um, hmm. <laughs> yes, Carlos, I'm sorry for almost killing you again because I didn't know that you had a fucking badger hair allergy. You've never seen my medical alert bracelet? Zeke, I wear it every day. Why? How often do you come in contact? This isn't why I'm here. <laughs> Carlos, <laughs> it's Tim here. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to see you, though. Well, would you ask him? Because I'd like to see him. Tim! (laughs) Zeke's here. Do you want to talk to him? I can't hear him. Do you want to come in? Yeah. (laughs) So you you come into Carlos's house. I think Carlos has like a game room down in the basement with like an old TV. And like that's where all his consoles are all plugged in at. That's where his new Dreamcast is plugged in. 
beat up ass couch. It's like a finished basement, you know, with like mm-hmm. the carpet, uh, drop ceilings. Yep. C- definitely a beanbag chair. Oh, yeah. Next to Carlos's very expensive gamer chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim is sitting, of course, in the beanbag chair. Yeah. Uh, with kind of like a um, sullen look on his face. And uh, he's just clickety clacking and playing um, Smash Brothers. Hey. Zico's and uh, just walks up to the GameCube and unplugs the controller and stands in front of the TV. Tim just looks up at the ceiling. Tim. Tim. What? I think the two of us need to have a talk. Yeah, I think so too. You ruined my life. I ruined your life? I finally had something really cool going on. And you fucking, you had to ruin it. You gotta be the only one who's got like cool stuff. Like, oh, I'm a cryptozoologist. Oh, I'm a super scientist. But as soon as Tim gets like some cool badger powers, you gotta shoot me with a freaking grenade. Tim, you threatened to murder me. I didn't threaten to murder you. You and your friends, you definitely did. just said that if you didn't, do the ritual, you were probably going to die because yeah, we were all going to turn into monsters. Right. You get that that's fucked up, right? Nobody that told you, you to come. Well, I guess I told you to come there. You sure did tell me to come and but didn't warn me about anything. You could have left me alone. You could have just let me be in the Rat Pack. You didn't have to come and do it. Tim, I'm not going to let you become a fucking murderer. I'm not a murderer. Yet? How do you know? At best, I'm a manslaughterer. Murderer requires intent. You intentionally became a giant badger monster that you knew would murder people. I didn't know it would murder people. What did you think was going to happen? I thought I'd run around and be a cool badger and like go to bars and like get served at bars and like. Um, That's what the fursuit is for. And then there'd be like, I don't know, there'd be like a hot guy at the bar and I'd be like, he'd be like, are you a real badger? And I'd be like, mm, uh, yeah, my name's Diego Badgero. <laughs> and then we'd ride away on my motorcycle. Can you please acknowledge, please, Tim, look, I didn't want, I didn't. <sighs> God, I hate this. I hate meaningful talks. Why do I keep having to have them lately? I don't know. Nobody asked you to come here. (laughs) Tim, I am sorry that I broke up your furry click. However, I feel that I am owed an apology for my life being threatened and nearly being ripped limb from limb by you and all of your friends without warning. Do you think that's fair? I'm sorry that your life was threatened and you were nearly ripped limb from limb by my friends without warning. I know that that sounded sarcastic, but that's just how you sound, so I'm going <laughs> to assume it was sincere. Listen, Zeke, I just... Like, can you just include me more? Like, I feel like you take me for granted. Like, all summer you were working on stuff with Carlos, playing games with Carlos. You're doing all these cool monster mysteries and stuff with Penny and Angela now. And I feel like... I feel like a vestigial limb or something. Like, I feel like you're just, like, just keeping me around because, like, we've always been friends. Might as well keep being friends with Tim. Like, I know it sucked that we, like, turned into big monsters and maybe killed some people, but, like, at least they wanted me to be there, you know? I felt valued. Seeks their tears in Seek's eyes. Tim, I always want you there, man. I always thought that you didn't want me around. I mean, sometimes I don't because you're really mean to me a lot of the time. Man, look, I know I got issues, man, but I freaking love you. Like, you're one of the three friends slash mean cousin that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. 
I don't want to lose you to being a monster or to me being an asshole. So I'm going to keep working on it if you work on never turning into a monster again. Okay. If you, yeah, I promise to never deliberately turn into a monster again. That's fair. I can't, you can't, if it's, if, it's, if it's accidental or you get attacked, it's not your fault. And I will be there to either cure you or, if it's cool, help you learn to harness your rad new powers and become a superhero. You could have done that with my badger powers. I couldn't have. No, I couldn't have. You didn't even try. There's no werewolf superheroes for a reason, Tim. Okay. So just, I guess we'll just both try to do better going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Want a hug? No. Do you want to play Smash? Hell yeah. All right. Okay, we'll play Smash. So we're going to cut to the opening of the... Yeah, it's Sunday. It's the grand opening of the Chillhaven Municipal Skate Park and Animal Zoo. Mm -hmm. Kicks off at a tight 9 p.m. Oh, it's a nighttime thing. Soiree. So let's just cut to uh, the Angela Land Rover um, Rover. pulls into the now, for the first time, utterly packed parking lot of the Chillhaven Municipal Skate Park and Animal Zoo. Mm -hmm. Uh, You all can hear the sounds of a large crowd and music playing from the Animal Zoo. Yeah, Angela hired a really good DJ. DJ Stump 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 Baby. Stomp Baby. Stomp Baby. (laughs) We hate babies here. (laughs) Yeah, so DJ Stomp Baby. um, Well, yeah, actually, you tell me because your parents designed... No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My parents designed the zoo, but I helped them out a little with the party. They they yeah. like emailed me a few deets. So give so. me give me the whole rundown. What are we looking at? What's going on? So there's a lot of lights. So mm-hmm. um, the theme was Animals like hate it. yeah, <laughs> they're all cowering. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's supposed to be like a glow stick kind of party, like a rave, oh, okay. a rave, <laughs> rave at the zoo, like kind of thing. So we're all wearing like white. To be there, and we have glow sticks upon arrival. There's a host that like gives you glow sticks, and there's like a backdrop. You can take photos, and you hashtag Zubu Party is the hashtag. Okay. Zubu Party. So yeah, you all walk up, and uh, the DJ set is bumping from DJ Stomp Baby. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people here. I would say maybe 10% of the people here have glow sticks and are waving them around. I think the rest are just sort of like. Like eating snacks and chatting around cocktail yeah, tables. Yeah, there's like free um, Franzia. Fran- <laughs> well, what's the Chillhaven Franzia? The Chillhaven Franzia? Franzo. Yeah, no. So the Franz. The Franz. So like mm. LeBrons. Oh. Whatever. We have Sponsored by Henry Winkler. Bronzia. <laughs> That's where I was going with yeah. it. Yeah. LeBronzia. 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 So we have um, free LeBronzia on tap, really cheap wine, and we have some beer. Such so, a weird move that LeBron went into the wine game, but they did it's been it. lucrative for him. It has been. So yeah, it's like just kind of like yeah, there's like bubbles float like people are like doing bubble arts in mm-hmm. the air and shit, but yeah, it's very wholesome. So yeah. it'd be a family event, you know. There's art installations, like light art installations. Of an- of zoo animals. Of zoo animals. There's a stage set up too, I think, that has um currently the DJ booth up yeah. there. 
as y'all roll in, I think you see Carlos alone with probably a good 15 foot perimeter of empty space in front of the stage, just like with a glow stick in each hand, just like absolutely fucking rocking out and dancing really poorly, but really enthusiastically. Uh, and not too far away from him, Tim is just kind of bopping his head. Dave Dagner, the weatherman, Tim's dad, uh, is standing nearby Tim, sipping on a glass of Lebroncia. Penny, Bart, and Angela, you all arrive together. Bart, uh, as soon as y'all walk up, Bart's um, still bright blue and sparkly, but he's in his security guard outfit, and he says, uh, "Okay, uh, you guys, you know, have some fun. Uh, if hey, uh, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna sneak a beer, um, I think that uh, I think the event security might might look the other in the other direction, if you know what I'm saying." Hell yeah, <laughs> Bart! I knew you were my friend, and then Angela like, "Oh, that's weird. No, I'm I'm your friend's parent. We're not friends. We're that's friends. inappropriate." But, friends. Uh, yeah, um, I gotta, I gotta go clock in. You know, keep an eye. I'm sure nothing's gonna happen. It's Chillhaven, right? Like, wh- what could happen? <laughs> yeah. Could? Penny's gonna give her dad a hug that's like two seconds longer than like an awkward hug would be. So like a long hug for them. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, thanks, kiddo. Yeah, I'm proud of you, dad. Cause I, uh, yeah, they. You know, I thought maybe they'd fire me after my skin turned blue, but. Uh, they didn't seem to have a problem with it, so. Yeah, it looks really good on you. It really brings out your eyes. Oh, thanks. Zeke. Yeah, brown looks good with blue, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke pulls up on his hoverboard, and he has painted himself blue for the occasion because oh. he knew that he would have to see Bart again. Uh, oh, Zeke, bud, I think you really should have stopped using that spray after what happened to me. Well, tell me about it, Mr. White. Have you gotten in on that class action lawsuit yet? No, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, if you guess could like. Yes, they just released a spray that turns people blue. Oh my god. Absolutely wild. Is it, did it happen to your dad too? Uh huh. Yep. He's oh. uh. He had to stay home. He's because he's he's so blue about it. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could email me the information on that class action lawsuit, that money would actually be uh, really that would be really helpful right now. So. Um, yeah, Zeke. Send that info right on. Yeah, over. send me all the dates. Definitely. I, I, that's that's actually that's huge for me. Okay. Honestly. Thank you for letting me know about that. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, don't expect like a huge payout. There's a lot of people involved. It's gonna be one of those. You know, it's like it's, it's the principle of the thing. Mm. Okay. Like we're all gonna get like twenty bucks, but yeah, like it'll the, be millions for them. Like the Capitol Records RCA thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, I see Saber. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go dance with Saber. Okay. Uh, yeah, Saber is uh, not. Well, Saber's not dancing right now. She is. She's not going to be this close to a skate park and not be skateboarding. So we're skate dancing. You see Saber um, just kicking and flipping it over on the half pipe. I'm gonna go hang out with Saber. Okay, so Angela, you break off to go kick it with Saber. Zeke, right at the tail end of this interaction with Bart, right as Angela's walking off, you feel a very aggressive tap on your shoulder from behind. And you turn around to see Deborah Redding. Uh, ah, saying, um, hey, uh, hey, Zeke, sorry to interrupt. Um, have you like, what, have you talked to your dad? Like, did y'all figure out what's going on with these werewolves? Like, there's a lot of people here by the animals who like. Are you not worried about a secondary attack? Or oh, oh, Deb, Deb, hi. I'm wow. So sorry we haven't been in touch. It has been a wild couple of days, and I slept for about 48 hours after the end of the adventure. Um. 
Yeah. The end of the what? No, yeah, no, it's good. We cured him. What do you mean it's good? It's good. There's no more. We cured him. Is your dad here? He never contacted me or... Oh, no, he had to go to Mongolia to fight the death worms in the Mongolian steppes. Is that a fact? Literally, it actually is a fact. Yeah, you know what? You're a terrible liar, and I can tell that you are, in fact, telling the truth. Yeah. I don't think that I want to know any more about those worms. (laughs) Um, So, wait, like, what did... How did you... Did you, you killed all the werewolves, or your you, your dad captured them, or? Yes, they are in a secure location, being looked at by top men. I've, I'm, I know you're a teenager, and you think that adults don't know anything. I've seen Indiana Jones. I know what you're referencing. So now you are lying again. It's very easy to tell. What the is? No, listen, the Deb. The werewolves have not been killed. They have been cured, and most of them were turned against their will. And in the interest of protecting their privacy, I I am not willing to disclose their identities to you at this time. But you can rest assured from your friendly neighborhood, son of a cryptozoologist, that you will not be seeing any of them ever again. All right, Zeke, listen. Can you just, if anything like this happens again, just, can you just keep me in the loop? Can you just let me know? Like, I work for the city. I'm an investigator. This is kind of like, it's my responsibility, okay? Not, not a, No offense, but not a bunch of kids, you know? So. Yeah, no, Deb, listen. We couldn't have done it without you this week, you know? Um, yes, we will definitely, you'll definitely be hearing from us again if, if, we, if we happen to come across anything strange. Okay, great. So now I can add being patronized by a teenager to the list of accomplishments for me today. I'm going to go grab a drink. Zeke, I'll see you around. Okay, all right. Bye, Deb. Uh, yeah, she walks off. <laughs> Wait, is Heck here? Heck, uh, Penny, actually, uh, so uh, you see Heck emerge from the crowd of people near the stage. He's got a glow stick in his hand. He is wearing like a formal black dress. Um, like he, he clearly did not know that this was going to be a rave atmosphere. <laughs> he's dressed for more of like a cocktail party kind of atmosphere. Uh, so he's got like a nice little black cocktail dress on. He's got a little bow pinned to one of his sugar glider ears. And he comes out of the crowd uh, with a glow stick. And you see him go up to Carlos and start dancing with Carlos. So that Carlos isn't by himself anymore. Okay, Penny's going to run over and say... Hey, Heck, you look really nice. You always look so much nicer than I do. But you, I like I like your dress and I like your bow. Oh, thanks, Penny. Um, I feel kind of goofy. Like, I didn't know it was like a rave thing. Uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe overdressed. Like, you look cool. Like, you like fit in, you know? I mean, I wear like the same thing every day. But no, you look you look great. Oh, thanks. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Penny. Hey, Penny. <laughs> How's it I going? It's going so good. Yeah. I think I've got like... I think I got like two more songs in me. Yeah. Before I'm gonna pass out. Wow. But I'm gonna get there. Well, your dance moves are great. Do My you... butt feels way better. That's good. How's is the cream helping? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no. I put it on by myself. I thought so. Yeah. I, I didn't ask, but I'm glad. Cool. Thanks. Well, can I dance with y'all? Uh, yeah, you want a glow stick? I've got two. Yeah. Sweet. I kind of need one of my hands to hold my pants up anyway. They're way too big. Okay. Penny's <laughs> <laughs> just going to start dancing with Heck and Carlos. Yeah, and the I think the camera kind of tracks out on you three as you and Heck and Carlos are dancing in front of the stage here. And we can cut to two songs later. DJ Stomp Baby wraps up their set. They're wearing like... DJ 
my baby. I think they're wearing they're wearing a dead mouse style robot DJ mask, except it's like a big cartoon baby head with a big pacifier in its mouth. Nasty. And like huge aviator sunglasses. Best in town, so. Best in town. And they like to look at him, but. And they step away from the DJ booth and they say, uh, yeah, thanks everyone. I've been DJ Stomp Baby. Um, yeah, keep it tight. And then they flip off the crowd and <laughs> walk off stage. And then we all say, woo! Yeah! day. And as soon as they walk off the stage, a couple of stagehands in like zoo employee uniforms come up and wheel away the DJ kit. And Allie Atticus Jr., uh, comes on stage and steps up to the mic and says, um, wow, thank you to uh, DJ Strong Baby, everyone. Give a round of applause. Thank you. Stop, baby. I, I agree. Um, thank you to my <laughs> daughter, Angela, for booking DJ Stomp Baby for Yay, all of us. Angela! We love Angela! She helped to plan this party. Hi, baby. Hi. Hi. I'm waving. Angela's waving. Uh, okay, and so uh, it is my honor... To introduce, well, I say introduce. This this next, well, this person needs no introduction. And behind uh, behind Allie, the same zoo stagehands are now wheeling on a smallish half pipe behind her, uh, here to officially cut the well, you know, cut the metaphorical ribbon. We didn't, we we tried to get like a big ribbon, but the ribbon. And she's like making direct eye contact with you, Angela. She's like, but the ribbon store didn't have like the red, and it's like not a ribbon cutting if they don't have red. But we, he can't hold scissors anyway, so it would have always kind of just been like a metaphorical ribbon cutting. Uh, but anyway... I'm uh, thumbs upping my mom. <laughs> your mayor and our guest of honor, Field Goal! Yay! Woo! Field Goal! You can't tell from where, but uh, you hear the sound of skateboard wheels as uh, the most adorable little Shiba Inu any of you have ever seen in your life comes rolling down full speed onto the stage, hits the half pipe, and just starts like flying back and forth on the half pipe, half pipe just catching air and like spinning around in circles. I love you, Field Goal. You're my hero. I wish you were my dad, Field Goal. Politics suck, but I love you. <laughs> No mayors, but dog mayors! <laughs> dog crime! And then right at the crescendo of this moment, Field Goal hits the sickest air he's gotten on this half pipe yet, and he goes into his signature dog 900, and as he's spinning in the 900, fireworks start going off in the background. Rapturous ah. applause! <laughs> and uh, Ali says into the mic, Okay, uh, I now declare the Chillhaven Skate Park and Animal Zoo officially open for Yay! business. Well, I can earnestly say, probably never going to utilize this skate park or zoo, but uh, it was a pretty cool party, Angela. Thank you. And I did it all while saving Chillhaven. I mean, I guess with y'all's help, but. Yeah, okay. we, we, I mean, I didn't help that much. I just got like re-killed and then brought back. But. Yeah, I turned into a wero dial. There's a lot of crazy shit that happened this I time. got these cool new ears. They're so yeah. cute. I like your ears. Zeke scritches heck in between his ears. <laughs> and Saber came back with a new outfit. Yep, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess I just have to get killed to change clothes. 
But, you know, when you're already dead, like... What does it matter? No skin off my back, right? Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 I don't have, I don't have any... humor. Yeah. I'll, I'll be here all... Um, eternity. Eternity, yeah. Can't, <laughs> not, not a living thing. Angela, like, laughs and, like, kisses Angela on the cheek. Angela kisses, kisses Angela, Angela on the cheek. cheek. Oh, you Angela love yourself kisses. so much. <laughs> I wish I could. Angela kisses Saber on the cheek. Penny, while this delightful, beautiful moment is happening, you feel your phone vibrate in your pocket. Which is weird, right? Because everyone you know is here. Yeah, I... Okay. I check it. You check your phone, and the message is just a short video file mm-hmm. I would like to watch it you play it and at first it's hard for you to to figure out what's going on in the frame it looks like the the camera lens is a little bit cracked on whatever phone was filming this uh, and the phone appears to be resting on the floor over the sound of the party it's hard for you to hear what's going on but you recognize no, your can't. own voice Stop. Turn that off. And you just, recognize just, the just voice of a terrified Violet Crankshaw. And then you're able to hear the sound of a sickening thud. And then you can see in frame as her body hits the ground in front of the camera. And then the video ends and you get a second message. That's a text that's only five words long. And it says, I know what you did. Oh, shit. Well, I guess that brings an end to this tale. Tee-hee. Do you like my joke? Or does it only work in the text that my speech processor is reading? Alas, I was not made for humor, but I'll keep trying. I so desperately want to be funny, like the people who make this podcast. Such as May Swissman, who plays Angela Abacus Jr. Bess Lawson, who plays Penny White. James Kedlar, who plays Zeke Lynn, and also composes all the music and produces the sound design. And Phil Swissman, who plays everyone else, produces the show, and is the game master. Our introduction was performed by the exquisite Ethan Waldron. Additional sound effects provided by ZapSplat.com. Now if you excuse me, Jeff and I are getting the heck out of these steps.